Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Jersey Boys Podcast on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, of course, myself, Dave Sturchio, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst and his brother, America's fan, Keith Ernst. Guys, it is do or die time. It is time to really rev it up a little bit because in two days' time, as you're listening to this, it's Monday, uh, March 8th. Tomorrow, March 9th, is it's, it's, it's the time. It's it. We have one more day to at least attempt to franchise tag Dak Prescott. Now, it's like I said, this has to be done by Tuesday. And if it's not, he can walk. He's a free agent. So, obviously, that is at the minimum going to happen. However, when looking at the numbers, a franchise tag for a quarterback this year is $37.7 million. The, <laughs> the Cowboys have $21 million in cap space. Therefore, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, guys, your thoughts. Does this get tagged, or is there a long-term deal done before before they can tag them? Bro, two days. go first? You, I mean, it don't matter. You know, I, I – go ahead. <laughs> Keith? Keith? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I think that uh, the question is, uh, we know what you want, but do you think it's going to be done is the question. Right. Right. I, I mean, mean – Then the answer is no. You don't. You don't think you'll be – now, yeah, no. Okay. Um, yeah. I, but it, it, there's such a dilemma there with that. <laughs> like you said, we only have 21 million of cap space. So – I th- I think that they I think that they get it done somehow. There's going to be a contract. Um, it will be back heavy, and I think that they get it done. You think they get it done no, by Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Okay, but then does that mean we have to cut? I mean, could who would they cut to to free up the space? I mean, then that means well, what I'm saying is they could keep, they could keep a lot of the players. I mean, like his first year might be who knows twenty five, yeah, something like that. You know right. what I mean? And they can work it out on the way on the back end of it. No, but I'm saying, okay, real, real quick then. Let me rephrase the question. Because if, if they don't get it done, which I don't think they are, all right, um, and we have to franchise tag them, do we cut somebody? It's going to be a lot of somebodies if you yeah, think about it. Problem. Like 37 yeah. and then 21, that's a, that's a $16 million difference. Right. But you I'm know, saying, so there so will be casualties or, or who would you can, cut though? Who they can work cut? stuff out. We, I mean, there's a couple of those defensive linemen that, that got overpaid, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, Crawford. I don't think Crawford's back. That's a lot to go through to say who's going to get cut. But here's my thing: is do you think can they franchise him and then trade him? That is the only way you can trade yeah. him. If you franchise tag him, actually, believe it or not, with the franchise tag, from what I read, he's got like a no trade. Call. Like he has to agree. He has to sign the tag first. So it's one thing to be franchised, right? It doesn't necessarily mean he has to sign <laughs> the franchise tag. He could sit out. He cannot play at all, you know, if that's what he chooses to do. But the only way he's moved, the only way he could be moved is if he signs the franchise tag, meaning he would be playing 2021 for $37.7 million for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, it's weird because, you you know, when uh, Jesse Holly was on last week and, you know, it's hard to, to it's not hard, but when you have a, a former NFL player on, you kind of take their word, mm-hmm. you know, better than most, you know, and, Listening to him talk was was you know was was awesome as we talked about. But the one thing I'll say is, and I don't know if I still agree with, you know, 
when I brought up Dak getting all this money, how are we going to pay anyone to have a good defense and offense? And he brought up the point, well, what, it didn't work before. Do you remember right. when he said that? Yeah, I do. And you're like, that's a good point, but I still don't know. I, I have to disagree with that. It's, it can work, though. And it's definitely not going to work if we give Dak one of the richest contracts ever in the NFL. We're not going to be able to, regardless. We have no shot at building a, a, a championship defense and cleaning up that offensive line. So then it's not going to be good. So then, if you, well, you just said two minutes ago that you think something gets done. I do. So does that mean, in your opinion, that something not only gets done, but that means we're done? Like we don't spend that. We don't have any more money. I think like, it's going to be tough, and I, I think it's it's going to. I think we're going to. I think it's going to get done, and it's going to be looked at as kind of a mistake. That's what I think is going to happen. Or, or I mean, if you want to be positive about it, which I'm not. I'm just playing advocate here. Maybe then we're forced to bring those ballers in, like you know Jesse also talked about. Because I will say, Dak is a definite player. That kid's a definite football player. I mean, like, you know, he's he gives it everything on the field. I just don't think he's top five. And I don't even know if I would put him in quarterbacks in the league. And he was offered a very, very generous contract. Yep. Um, I think that they let him test the free agency. Yeah. You know, and, and, you're, and I agree with Brett. It's like, is he though like that? And I know you you think different, Sturch. You think he is like you think he's top five, right? Absolutely. I, I do. Okay. My thing with someone like Dak is what games do you think that he really like he really won the game for us? Like when you watch a game with like that rookie season, he was pulling a lot of rabbits out of the hat. The rookie season, no way, dude. And the only one I would say is about two years the, the year that we lost he was the Rams. When we came back against the Giants, the last game of the season, that was yeah. That, that, game didn't, yeah. that game didn't even matter. It didn't matter, and Zeke wasn't playing that game. But that's my point. Is like, remember when Zeke went down and he he couldn't win a game, and then he wasn't winning until we got Amari Cooper signed. I'm pretty sure. And I'm he pretty finally sure got Dak Prescott, but Prescott beat the Eagles uh, in a comeback effort. All right, but the fact that we have you mean to his rookie year. No, nah, uh, maybe yeah. The fact that we have to do this. All right, so Brett. All right, Brett, I get it. I I know where you're going with this, and you say let him walk, let him test free agency. So you're the GM of the Cowboys. You're now Jerry Jones, and you let Dak Prescott out the front door this year. Uh-huh. What's your What's your answer? Who's your quarterback? No, my he's not the only one I'm letting go. Well, that's fine, but who's your quarterback? Who's Who's QB one? Cleaning house. I'm freeing that cap up, and uh, like I said, we could go. We can miss the playoffs for uh, I. Could I could play quarterback and miss the playoffs, right? So, what? It, it's not like we went to the NFC Championship game. It's not like you know we we're, we we could even win our garbage dumpster of a division. Okay, now. So, okay. so I'm not going to put myself. It's like this, man. If you buy a house or a car, it's called a money pit. You know, you buy and you just keep putting money into something, and it's just not. It's mm-hmm. not coming back. Jesse said something which I think is is true. I would go find myself a football GM. I would go find myself uh, uh, somebody, a head coach, a football guy, and I will start bringing in players. But that's like, we know, bro. But that's I mean that's the obvious. But we know that's not going to. Jerry's happen. not going to. Jerry's not. I mean, he, we we can might be able to. And get like a head I coach. said, I, I said it last week. I'm not I, ready I, to I, throw the I book at Mike McCarthy yet. Like, because I'm not playing for the Dallas Cowboys now. I'm saying what I would do. I know Jerry's not, and I know this isn't going to happen. Yeah. 
is I would I would give Dak a, a contract that's conducive to what we want to do with building and give him that option. I still was never sold on Dak. My brother will tell you. I liked him, but I didn't see him. You know, he had the problem with the long ball, but then he kind of kind of fixed that. You know, uh, I love the kid's heart. I, like I said, I, I don't think he deserves the biggest contract in NFL history. Yeah. Okay. That's, oh, and, and, what, what's rumored uh, behind Patrick Mahomes? They said correct. That's what. It would, yes, it would. It would be behind Mahomes. Yeah. Okay, Which I do not think he's worth. No, you, we can't do that, man. We just can't. It, but I think it, it's, it's something like that. And, that's I, and, and I understand that. that. I understand it from a business standpoint and money standpoint. But my question again is, what do we do this, this year? This is what you do. You do. This yeah. is what I would do. This is what I would do. I obviously, if they can, if they can. Um, if they can get Dak to sign the franchise tag and then trade him, that would be the best. Don't you think so? Then just letting him walk. I don't want to let him walk. I mean, this is, I know, but I'm just saying, which one would you rather do? Let him walk or sign the franchise tag and get, I mean, look, if he's not in your plans, if he's not your future and you, you you get something for him, of course, you know, like that's, that that goes without saying Who has the top pick right now, the Jaguars, the Jaguars, something like that, where let's just say, we were able to trade Dak to, to Jacksonville. You get, we, we, uh, we get a quarterback in the draft and then we sign someone this year, like a Jacoby Brissett or an Andy Dalton. And then we roll like that. I, I would say we, we roll, we stay with Dalton. If, if we can't sign well, him. Dalton's gone. So I'm saying if signing that left yet, he has, left uh, he's, got, he's gone. There's a one-year contract. <laughs> so. No, but I'm saying we could re-sign him. Yeah, I mean, if you want to bring a guy like Andy Dalton back, sure. Right. Get get him back. He played most of the season, okay? And and then we, you know, like he said, if he's not going to sign it, or tra- then let him go test the market, and we just start freeing up cap space, getting rid of some of those uh, defensive tackles that we paid top dollar for, and just start cleaning house, man. I mean, we got to keep Zeke for now. Um, and you know, I would start trading players and rebuilding, man, if it were me, but I would find a football GM. I would find that football guy because this, I mean, what what are we doing here, man? It's a money pit. That's exactly what it is. There's, we're getting nothing. It's, it's no, there's no return on this investment. Yeah. We're not, I mean, yeah. Yeah. As as a coach, if you want to talk about a business proposition, I I mean, obviously the, the franchise is lucrative. But it's about as lucrative as the stadium that they play in and the art museum that's in the goddamn stadium. <laughs> what the fuck's I got to do? Oh, excuse me. What's I got to do with winning football games and getting back to championships? I'm sorry, Jerry. Your formula sucks. It's 30 years. Your formula's garbage. Great garbage. Yeah, I mean, look, that's... That's nothing. I, I can't disagree. We're all watching the same team. We all see the same product on the field. We all see the same result year after year after year. There's a couple of teams that we've already talked about of teams that could have made a run and just fell short. Um, you know, I keep bragging about the 20, uh, 2007 uh, Cowboys to Keith and text thing. You got to watch this. You got to watch this. And he doesn't want to watch it because hey, we just fell short sad. again. It's yeah. a sad thing. I'm watching Romo dissect a couple defenses in a row. I'm just like, this guy was so good. Uh, but I mean, look, they have till Tuesday, um, to at least offer the franchise tag. 
what they do with the rest of the roster, I have no idea. You know, there, there's 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 rumors of restructuring. There's already been other players in the NFL restructure. You're going to love this one. Tom Brady is restructuring his contract with the Bucks because he wants to open up space for other things. So the fact that other players do this, and yes, Tom Brady has more money than God himself, I'm assuming. And there, so, there was a point when he didn't. Yeah, I, I know. All right, I'm saying he had to win Super Bowls to get that. Listen, and this is what bothers me the most about this this stuff, okay? And it's driving me crazy is the whole fact that and I keep seeing this on Facebook and everyone's acting like Dak wasn't offered anything. Pay them. He was offered 107 million dollars guaranteed people. And That's how he was freaking offered and he turned it down. And at you, that time was the most lucrative contract. I don't ever. know if it was at that most time. It yes, was. it was. It was. Okay. Fine. But I'm just saying, even if, even if it was close to it, that's a ridiculous amount of money for somebody they, uh, they offered to, that didn't even make the playoffs the year before. And that's not good enough. Are you freaking kidding me? And on top of that, they were talking about, we want to make you our future quarterback. They, They were splitting hairs that he wanted three years and they wanted five or six and they settled on four, which lets you know that his head may not be in the future. Now, look, I get it. You're going to go for yours. Go get your bag. Go get paid. However you young millennials speak. You whippersnappers. <laughs> you young whippersnappers. Yeah. But the reality is you ain't winning games. Yeah. All right. You aren't Mahomes. Everybody that everybody said, oh, what's his name got paid? Oh, he got paid. It all, it all was a bust. Yeah. I don't want that for our franchise. It's, no. I'm a cowboy fan. Yeah, we're cowboy fans, dude. And, and and that's what I keep arguing with people on social media about is the whole and, and it drives me crazy. Oh, they're disrespecting that. Oh, disrespecting? What are you talking about? Yeah. You know how I mean, much I, money I, I, he was offered? I are can't you crazy? get behind I can't get behind that either. I mean, when yeah, people you say can't like get, but the disrespect, all, anytime disrespect. I ever say anytime I ever say the words and mostly on Twitter, which has gotten a lot of reaction, is saying pay Dak, that doesn't mean like Hey, give him more than we offer. That just means like, just sign him, sign him, just get it done. Like, you know, like then say, sign him, say, Hey, all right. First of all, the disrespect comes where, uh, uh, he doesn't want to be our future quarterback. He he wanted three years. Mahomes signed 10 years, 10 years. Yeah, But that was probably presented to him like that. You know what I'm saying? The original offer was five years. They were didn't they didn't they argue? You would know better than me, but maybe I'm wrong. But it was it was they were splitting hairs over the years. Yeah, no, I get that. That that's 100 percent what it was last year. But I'm just okay, saying, like I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like the Chiefs said, "Hey, Patrick, we're gonna make you the biggest, highest paid football player in the history of football, and we're gonna give you a 10 year deal because we believe in you that much, right?" What is Patrick Mahomes gonna say to that? No, yeah, but he already, want- won, a, he already won a Super Bowl. I understand that, but I'm just, I'm telling you that like when the Cowboys approached Dak Prescott and they said, here, here's a hundred and something million dollars. It was over $70 million for five years. Right. And okay. I think, I think million a year as my 107 guarantee, as my dad said, when, we're he going broke, eight and eight. when his bro, when he broke his ankle that Jerry should have came down from the booth and handed him a contract while he was on like the gurney and saying, do you want this now? Like, here's your chance. Like, yeah. sign it now. And he, yeah, he, he gambled with that, man. That's another yeah. thing. We haven't seen him. Maybe You're he, right. 
Imagine right. if just imagine if it becomes an RG3 situation. Oh my god, can you imagine? Just, oh but imagine god. that after his rookie year, RG3 you put that evil on us. <laughs> I'm just saying, everyone was like, Oh, including me. Yeah. I was like, damn, this guy, this kid, this the Redskins are set now. And then what happens? He can't even finish a game with Baltimore, you know, with a great with a good team. I mean, yeah. with a good offensive line and good weapons, he can't even finish a game and he gets benched in that game. So Imagine if we do that with Dak and he's just not the same after that ankle injury after, you know, cause everyone says it was RG three's knee. The right. reason why he declined. The ankle injury, I, I would say if the ankle injury is not going to deter anything, I don't think. I mean, um, that's another thing. I, it just so happens that a, a report comes out that he's going to be 100% by April. But what, yeah, the thing yeah. that irks me and bothers me the most is how somebody thinks they deserve what the market is going to be because of other quarterbacks performances. And, and one of those quarterbacks wants to leave their team. And, and we already lost and Wentz left, you know, again, where, who came up with this model that doesn't work. There's one model that works, Bill Belichick's and the Patriots bringing in guys that are football players and that want to win. Not and, and again, I'm not saying Dak's not a good player. And I and again, we're not NFL. I'm a fan of the game. They only players are like he's got to get paid. What? Because they're they're rooting for him as a. I, that doesn't right. benefit our team right now. That's it. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to think about. And Jerry needs to get a goddamn football GM in there. Like they have listen. They have said that. Guy. They have they have said that when it comes to. When right before they signed Zeke, right when Zeke was holding out, and like Jerry came on and he said, you know, oh, there's only so much pie to go around. Remember, he used the pie reference. It says like, you know, I can only give away so much, so much. So he's right back into the situation, but he backed himself into a corner because of the guys he's paid already. So that look, it's just the business of the. That's where it breaks down. There was no salary cap. I don't care if that got five hundred million. Jerry has the money, and let's be honest, right now. Jerry's not the most popular guy in Texas. No, he's definitely not. <laughs> but what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, we know he has plenty of money. And, and, and you know, I hope that that gets rectified because that's enough for me to walk away from a team from what I hear is going on with those energy bills out there. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, we're not, we are not a winning franchise. We are not a successful franchise. Okay. If you don't have a championship in 30 years, Dallas at one point made the playoffs 20 years in a row, went to eight Super Bowls. Okay. It with within this time period, right, Keith? What were we 25 no, years? You got that. You got your confused. So 1960, things. so 30. No, All we right. Went to five Super Bowls. Went to five Super Bowls. Because then yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. So in this time, and we had went to 20 consecutive playoff games which is still a um a record because Belichick we had a defense where we, we were uh you know we were a franchise we were a winning franchise we're well, not that what, anymore well that's what's crazy is that and people talk about this all the time too where they're like you should stop buying Jason Winton jerseys and framing them if you want them to stop <laughs> or Tony Romo jerseys because no, uh <laughs> all we are wait all we are is a bunch of uh uh, uh <laughs> Overpaid players that play in a in a freaking yeah. But if you look at if you look, I mean, we we're number one in Forbes as the top sports team, most lucrative sports team. We haven't won a Super Bowl since nineteen a championship since nineteen ninety five. Haven't even been to a a, a a conference championship game. We all know this, but we're still the highest. So, in other words, 
the money's still coming in. So unless there's a decrease in money, I would say, bro, you might have a chance of Jerry Jones saying, okay, I'm going to step down. You know, I'll finally have someone else, yeah. you know, be the GM. My son won't even know. be it, but that's not happening. Exaggerations and half-truths aren't new in politics. But now with AI, people can create fake videos of candidates to sway your vote. I'm former U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara, and I've teamed up with technology expert and law professor Nita Farahani on my podcast, Stay Tuned with Preet, for a three-part miniseries, AI on Trial. Our second episode presents the hypothetical case of a hotly contested Senate race that is derailed when the leading candidate is accused of using AI to enhance his performance and hurt his opponent. How are we supposed to know when the technology becomes very difficult to validate something as truth or lies? Do existing laws, policies, and government agencies sufficiently safeguard the political process? Political speech is so tightly protected under First Amendment that it makes regulating in this space a real challenge. And what needs to happen to protect democracy in time for the real presidential election in November? When our elections are so close, where it comes down to nail-biting endings, a few voters here and there can really lead to differences in outcomes. The episode is out now. Search Stay Tuned with Preet wherever you get your podcasts. But look, we'll find out. You know, there's two more days. And in two days, we'll find out what the next move is for the Dallas Cowboys. Look, I just hope again. I I want I want to keep Dak. That's what I do want Dak. I don't want to go look. I think he, he I think he can be the man. I think the kid can be great, but I don't think he cares about the Cowboys. And I get it. You know what I mean? He's not unless unless they agree to some something and they back end it like you know. Uh, again, I I find it I just find it hard pressed. Maybe because I just like Dak so much. Maybe I can't remove that part of it because I'm just like I have it. A, I have a hard time saying like. He doesn't care about the Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I have a hard time dealing with that. I don't know. That's just me. But okay, would you just say this then? He's putting his interests, his own personal interests, over the franchise. What player doesn't? Besides Tom Brady, what player doesn't, man? Besides the guy with ten Super Bowl appearances. I'm just saying. Besides Tom Brady. Besides Tom Brady, have you ever heard of a player that literally says? Hmm, I'll just take less Mahomes, money. I think, listen, I think Mahomes was was a type of kid. I mean, that was a great contract. You have no idea though, because that that contract was so fast was put right in front of his face that he didn't have a chance to blink before he was signed for ten more years. Ten years, it's a ten year contract. Who's the player that just said that um, he'd rather take a player friendly contract to be on a good team? Didn't a player just come out and say that? Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, that was um, – Was that the receiver? Receiver for, the for uh, yeah, uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, there you go right there. There you, There's your boy right there. He, there he's is my not, boy right there. I eat I'm my words saying, like that. Yeah, he did. He came out and said, I, I don't need to be the richest man in the NFL. I, I, you know, I can be pretty much what he's saying. I can still be rich and be on an awesome team, which he did about? What about um, – the kid from the – I love the kid from the Colts. Remember we were talking about him the last thing, saying these are the type of players they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, again, when that when that boy's contract runs up, you better believe yeah. he's going to have a right, serious but, we do know, but you do know most players in the NFL don't make Dak money and Mahomes money. Yeah, it's quarterbacks, right? Quarterbacks. I understand okay, the market. So I'm saying is that – if so there's only really – I mean, again, not a handful of players, but there's only a few players that are ever in this situation, and there has been a good amount that have put themselves – the team, like Romo did that. 
for, to, to get players signed at one point. Remember when he took the, the contract reduction or they renegotiated or something? Yeah, well, he ne- he never – I know we've already had this conversation when Sturge was like, you don't, you don't know what happened. I remember you saying that, but I just know that it never got to a point. Right, you know, and it he never, never got demanded, to that point. He never dem- – he was the, only the highest paid Dallas Cowboy of all time, which, which every starting quarterback that's a franchise quarterback for the Cowboys, including Dak, should be. And Dak was offered that times 10. would have been. Yeah, so I meant, you know. Well, again, I, I you know, we have beaten this Dak Prescott dead horse for a again, year bro, now. Bro, but you do understand that we we want this to work. Yes, yes, 100%. But if you're if you're, fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, you want this to work. But, yes. but at the same time, this can't be at the expense of another 10 years of no Super Bowls. Wholeheartedly no agree. Championship games. I mean, we didn't even go to the champion NFC Championship game. I know. I wholeheartedly agree. I think that, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys as built right now with the with the garbage division that you referenced, if Dak Prescott is the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in 2021, I firmly believe you can save the audio. We win that division by two games plus. I don't think that division is going to be competitive. I think the Cowboys have a leg up. Say save the audio on a hypothetical that we're never going to know is going to happen. What do you mean? You said we'll win by two games. Yeah, we'll win this division this year. Yeah, he's saying they're going to win last year. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about this year. Dak Prescott is our quarterback this year. They win this division by two games or more. Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna win at seven and nine. (laughs) I don't give a shit. I'm just telling you. Even if everybody else is five and eleven or seven and nine, division champions. Really, t-shirt. We really don't give a shit. Maybe this is again that the fact I I I couldn't sleep at night. I honestly, if I performed. A certain way, all right. I can't sleep at night. You can't be a lunch pail guy, uh, 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 you know, a blue collar guy, and be okay with this this shit. I think it should be rewarded. Seven and nine. I mean, this is this you is think, not. You great. think I'm really? You think I'm really like behind the no, seven I'm and kidding. nine idea? No, but you're. It's not far fetched. It's not far fetched. That could be a possibility. I'm talking about yeah, what absolutely. I want. What I want. What I want. 16 and 0. That's what I want, but that's not what's going to happen here. Okay. All I'm trying to tell you is here's what I want. Here's what I want. I want a team that plays football again. I want the Dallas Cowboys back. All right. I want America's team back. So, with that, I think we should reference some of the past franchise tags because you just said America's team and we've been doing this. The franchise tag has been around for 20 years. And we, we want to recap some of the best, well, the only. There's eight franchise tags that the Dallas Cowboys have given out. And I want to run them down. And I want you guys to rank them, not one through eight, but at least give me your top three that panned out to you. What's up? Can, I, can, I, can we do it this way? I mean, just to see what the rules are. Sure. Because we know how a lot of them ended up. But what yeah. about going into it? Like how excited we were. Like, I, I'll start. Sure, I love- sure. I think number one right now on the list would would have been Dak Prescott, us 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 trying to franchise tag him. I think it was a smart move, but I I didn't know we were gonna. I mean, but he ended up breaking his ankle, and and he was one in three when that happened. Right. So, you know, that didn't really pan out. Let him go through the list, though, bro. Let him. Let him yeah, I'll list. start off, and, and at the and end of it, we'll kind of say like which oh, one we were right. hyped about, which one's not. Two thousand and two the good old days of the Dallas Cowboys. And when I say good old days, I mean, that team was junk, but (laughs) (laughs) that team was absolute junk. However, we used the first ever Dallas Cowboys franchise tag 
on Flozell the Hotel Adams. Hmm. That's a good one because after that, it led to a five-year deal. So that franchise tag was that placeholder, and that five-year deal was signed right after that, and he played six more years with the Dallas Cowboys. Is that, That's a win, right? Flozell Adams is one of the better ones. W. That's a W that's right a there. Dub. That's a dub. Good. 2008. A safety by the name of Ken Hamlin, okay, brought him in from Seattle. He signs a franchise tag for $4.4 million. There's your placeholder. There's your one-year deal. And after that, they gave him a six-year, $40 million deal, Mm -hmm. and he was released two years later into the six-year deal. Now, now my thing with Ken Hamlin is the reason they did that is because when we got him in free agency – he had that one spectacular – he had a really good year. Yeah, he, he did. did have a good year. Very good year. But I'm not sure if that um, – but when, when did we – when did he first get on the team? Was that the 2017 or – Yeah, so it was probably like a one-year deal and then – It was a one-year on. deal. And it was in the three – it was our – we were running a 3-4 then, correct? Yeah, but – yeah. In 2007? Cause yeah, because we had uh, – Parcells, yeah. Yeah, because Parcells didn't change. Because I remember when he, he kind of cleaned house. Because that was my thing is like – when they went from a 4-3 to a 3-4, that's when I think Rory Williams dropped off. And that that was my and you know, certain safeties because it's it's you're you're playing the position different. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I mean it's a tough one. It is, but what other safety have we had since then? Besides Ken Hamlin, that is coming. I, I firmly believe we still haven't had a safety since Woodson. And I don't throw Roy Williams in there. I don't believe Roy Williams. I, I do look, like he's a banger. Yes, Roy was uh, a never banger. mind. Barry Church. I take Barry Church. I do like Barry Church. Barry I, Church. Even like, I even like JJ Wilcox. I like yeah, these guys. Good They're too. good players. Well, Barry Church could bring the wood, man. I used to love, uh, I like Barry Church. I like, all right. I so like, that's an L. I that's like an Jeff. L. I like Jeff Heath. And you know, it doesn't I was mean say he's a good white kid too was good too. Jeff Heath was good. Yeah, he Ken, 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 Ken Hamlin, L. I give an L. I give that. an L too, simply because of how it played out. Um, I can see why they gave him the franchise tag though. Yeah, because he did have that season. Yeah, but I give it to L. So then that—that's what I originally tried to say. With like, okay, so I remember liking that we kept them, and it not panning out. Uh-huh. So now we just give know, it an L. It's an L. All right, then let's. Two thousand and twelve. It ended up a bust. It was right. a bust. Two thousand and twelve. A a. I think. Well, we'll judge it. Anthony Spencer was tagged. In 2012, for 8.8 million dollars, that year on the franchise tag had 94 tackles and 11 <laughs> sacks. So now here, here's where I go crazy with with this because it kind of reminds me of uh, of a Dak situation. Maybe Anthony Spencer does this this monster year: 94 tackles, 11 sacks on the franchise tag. They franchise him again in 2013 for 10.6 million dollars. And he only played one more year after that with the Cowboys. So they right there saw a massive stat line and still said, we just, we just don't know. Similar to Dak Prescott, putting up the numbers. But it's a little different where you're talking about 8 million as opposed to like 40 million. Right. So they might've said to themselves, okay, I remember at the time, I mean, 10 was still a little high, but it was a fair price for that type of season. And they, and they had that right of first refusal, right? Yeah. Okay, you know, so I mean, we didn't really lose a, a ton of money like you can with a, and that's the thing. So that might that that, that may be a W only because how much? I mean, he went to the Saints after that, I believe. Correct? He went to where? You cut out. He went to the Saints after that. Spencer. 
I think he went to the Saints, and he never really duplicated that big season he had with us. But isn't he the one, or was it Jay Ratliff during Sunday night where when Jerry Jones went into the locker room and said, hey, we need to get you out there. Like, we need to get – like, his. we just won the game, and I guess he flipped out on him. I don't remember that. I don't know if it was Ratliff or Spencer. I I mean, Ratliff was a short-fused man. but So I, maybe I, it was Ratliff. Maybe, but, but – but I, I think the Spencer deal over those two years, you're looking at mm-hmm. almost $20 million spent on Anthony Spencer, but I think he was a serviceable, good yeah. linebacker. I think that's a W. I think, I think it's a W, too. Well, how about this? Let's call it a push because it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a bust, but that first-year gamble paid off for us. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, I but guess. they knew something, too. You know, that, all right, so the, the, first year, the first year was, uh, you know, an outstanding success. The mm-hmm. second year was, uh, you know, men's and men's. Yeah. So it's a push. Okay. It's, I'll call no, it. A it's a win, bro. The reason it's a win is because we didn't end up signing him. If we were like, like we did with Ken Hamlin, which is a loss. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, back I see down, that logic dog, too. Back actually. down. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on a hey. <laughs> what is that? So in 2015, <laughs> Uh, my boy, Des Bryant, signed a franchise tag. Um, if you remember this one, this one went all the way down to the deadline of like the 11th hour in July where he signed the franchise tag and came onto the Cowboys, played on the tag, and then the following year gets mm-hmm. his five-year, $70 million contract in 2015. In 2018, he's released. So he only lives out three years of this contract. I think getting him tagged was a big win for the Cowboys at the time. Well, Sturch did, um, what was his guaranteed? Do you know? I don't remember. That's what I mean, you got to look at to me. $70 million dollars over five years. I mean, I wonder what the guarantee was probably like 50 or something, but um, yeah, th- this is, this is a hard one because it's recent and we all remember. Yeah. It was great to get him franchised, but if Romo was there, come on, it, it would have, I mean, that, he may have been there for the full five years if Romo was there. Would you yeah. agree or not? Uh, well, because he was hurt, he was hurt in 15, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's pretty much, you know, when all, you know, when all that started happening. So if Romo never got hurt, I think Des Bryant finishes his five-year career, that five-year contract with the Cowboys. I could see that. You know? Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think, yeah, I think that they were, uh, you know, Drew and Roger. Swan and Bradshaw, like they they created this. They had something. They yeah, had something special. I do think that God intervened, and and that and Dak ended up saving uh, Romo's life because you know that guy would have just kept going. Right. So as a Cowboy fan, you're disappointed at that, but you know, saved his life. It's absolute win though. I mean, Des Des came in. Des won games for us. And, it's a win. Uh, it's a so win. now. We move on to maybe a little bit of a controversial one. 2018 and 2019, the Cowboys used the franchise tag on Keith's favorite player, Demarcus Lawrence. Hot boys and hot boys. <laughs> coming. <laughs> we <Yeah>. coming. <laughs> so after the second I'm tag, so glad that Jesse Holly second, brought that up. I know. I after, said that all the time, how that annoyed me, but go ahead. <laughs> That's great. After the second tag, he's given his $105 million contract. Now, has it panned out? Last year, he was probably the only bright spot on a bad defense. It's our MVP, homie. He was our MVP. We did say that. Um, yeah. 
But now the the process of doing all this, like 2018, they say you're the franchise tag guy. That's that signs it, plays on it. 2019, they do it again as a placeholder. So basically, what the Dallas Cowboys are kind of doing right now, I think, you know, in 2009, uh, 2020, they do it to Dak, and then 2021, they do it as a placeholder. So is that the same formula that we're seeing right now? Like, is Dak Prescott kind of following the footsteps of D-Law? D-Law got his big deal after his second franchise tag. He didn't play on the tag his second year. As soon as that tag was on, it was like nanoseconds, and then he signed his massive deal. But what was our salary hit then? Like, was it like was today? Like you said, know. we have 21 million left, and this is going to be, we're going to have to pay 38. I don't know what. D Law's contract could, wouldn't cripple the team. So, All right. well, I, I mean, there's a lot I didn't of agree work. with that contract either, just so you know. Well, no, you didn't, and, and neither did I. And I didn't agree with the Zeke one. I don't agree with pay, making any player on your team the highest paid. And if you're not, it and, would be a Mahomes. And me. if you're a new listener, you can go back and check those those episodes. Oh, I don't think brother was it said it was. Uh, oh, you can't anymore. I don't know. I, no, I have them all. Say, man, he did say he's like, yo, I don't like the Zeke signing, and we're overpaying for a running back. You yep. know, um, D Law. I mean, I, I I thought he was a bright spot again, but then after the night twenty nine, the way our defense played, yeah, it, it just. Uh, you know, I didn't care at one point. I, I'm like, you know, these people are overpaid. We need these ballers. Yeah. And I think I, it's a I think it's a loss. You say loss. So I mean, here's my thing with D Law. This is, believe it or not, I was more impressed with him this season than I was those, you know, any of the other seasons. Right. Um, even the ones that were he was killing. I mean, this season it just seemed like he was the only reason why our, a defensive play was made. Um mm-hmm. but then again, I don't I have to go. With, I have to go with Brett on that. I think it's an L. I, I think you're gonna you're gonna sign somebody as the highest paid. I think defensive end. I um, think it's yeah. not saying he's a bad player. He's a great player. I just don't think the money um, equals the value. I think it's very hard to, very very hard to even consider anybody on this Dallas Cowboys defense over the last couple seasons to be of high value. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. so Lawrence getting this deal was, was for him. He got his, as Brett says, you know, he got his bag, but like, and he played his ass off for a couple years, but again, the numbers probably don't match up to the contract right now. Last year. Yes. Stepped up bright spot in this bad, bad defense. I, I expect him to, to have a better year this year. Than he did last year. That's that's just again opinion, and you know, hope so, man. And and did you notice something really quick? And it's going off the franchise. When we were talking to Jesse last week, mm-hmm. I was a little shocked at his response with uh, Jalen Smith, which, by the way, was Sturch's call this whole time. Like he did not seem his demeanor and his and the way he was acting. He did not. He didn't seem like he was a fan of his. Am I, did I get the wrong? No, impression? no, you got it. And you, he kind of backed up everything I've been saying. And yeah, like I you, said, it's, you got it, man. I, I, I listen. I don't. I'm not in the business to bash players. I am in the business to bash <laughs> effort, effort. I'm in the business to get angry at players that just don't seem to give a crap. You know what I mean? So See, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at with Jalen Smith. I, I hope to God he an, bounces back. Do you think it's an is it an effort thing or is it maybe he's just not that good of a player thing? Well, here's I the think thing. it's an effort look thing. The, I think he's where they drafted this kid. Look at where they drafted him. They drafted him in the second round and he didn't play. Look, he didn't play look, for a year. I, I yeah, still I have faith. I still have faith in this kid. I think it's schematics. 
and uh, a schematic D. I think it's the type of defense we're in. And, and well, the we'll way find out. Yeah, we will find out. Um, but, you know, the kid is all heart. I mean, he was all heart at Notre Dame. Um, and, uh, you know, to blow his knee out and to work that hard to get to where he was, to have the season that he had, um, you know, unless he got paid and he, and he lost his eye to Tiger. Yeah, um, he did get paid, so. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I think the kid's a baller, man. I, I, I think he – I think putting a right – in a right – if I was assessing the team, I know you don't agree with me, Serge. <laughs> if I'm looking at the guys that I feel are ballers and players, all right, I would put him in that category. I'd put Dak in that category, too. Yeah, but you know what? Jalen was in that locker room when uh, Benny came in and took it over, just very so true. you know. Very true. It's hard. Listen, again, hard – it's very – difficult to find any bright spots on that defense within the last couple of years. That has been our Achilles heel. Brett said it last week. That's, that's a thing. So Keith, when you were in the locker room, were you a vocal, were you a vocal team captain or no? Absolutely. I was never a team captain. Yeah, of course. I got on my, I got in their faces. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did. Yeah. I'm more of, yeah, we had this debate on the, uh, on my other podcast, chop sports. I like, what do you prefer? I'll ask you guys this as we close, right? Because you guys have dealt with a lot of different, as we, you know, kind of segue wait, away. I was never a team captain. My brother was. No, no, no. I, I know. Always, I know. But no, this I has the. Vocal, this, I would you, get vocal. But there, we had a team captain that was not vocal. So but my he question, still led. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, my question is this. And I know you guys are both in different scenarios as far as their football. But and as we segue away from the, the franchise tag, we wrap this up. But. I ask you both this because you guys both have played at, at a high level. What do you guys prefer as far as a coaching style? Bill Parcells type in your face, grabbing your face mask, yelling at you, or like Tony Dungy passive, like everything will be okay. You're a great ball player. Hmm. Keith? Me? Um, I like – see, that's the thing. I mean, when you say that you don't really know, you really don't know how Dungy might be. Like maybe that's – how, how I'm talking about like any. Tom, I, I just use I'll him take as a Tom an Landry. How about that? But I don't know how Tom Landry was. Well, I'd I would Landry. say I would say um, I like. All right, I've had head coaches that got in your face, but they were kind of like bullies. Okay. And then you have some that were stoic, and you know it's almost like a dad where like you don't want to disappoint them, but they're mm -hmm. not. They're your, they're not. They're more than your best. They're not trying to be your friend. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just curious. Cause I mean, there's so I'll many different coaching stoic, styles. I'll but, take a stoic uh, coach that is a man, you know, that, that when you, you know, the, the thing is this, and, and uh, me and my brothers, uh, uh, our uncle, which is just, you know, a guy that helped guide us. He didn't raise his voice and, you know, he, he's a very, um, you know, he, he was a boy, you know, he would, he, he owned businesses and stuff. There's a way to get your point across without having to, to, to yell at somebody, but at the same time, not that Barry Switzer, I'm, hey, I'm your best friend, guys, don't worry about it. Let's go no. Yeah, you be talking crap about my boy, Barry. I would, say, I would say I would take a Jimmy Johnson type. Even he might get a little hyped up um, or a Tom Lange or even a Bill Parcells where like, you know, you feel at any minute you're, you're going to disappoint him. They don't give a shit. They're yeah, they can just stare at you. <laughs> yeah, stare into your eyes and rot your soul. But there was there was also a different there was also a different respect for coaches back in the sixties and seventies where they were looked upon like 
like a sergeant almost, you know, whereas yeah. today I mean, now you got guys like you like got grown men. They're like Sean McVay. Sean McVay like is that. the youngest guy in the locker room now. <laughs> you know what I mean? know, What's funny, too, is you know that a lot of those guys were war heroes, too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, you know, Very like, true. These were real men that had taken lives yeah. and, and came from the depression. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they could yeah. work to say we're two. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't not, they, they weren't worried about a potato head. Yeah. Okay, and on that note, wait. What about the franchise? You missed the franchise tag, and I'm you, a big one. Oh, with Dak Prescott? No, Brett's mom for the Rock- Rochester Jeffersons in 1934. <laughs> with that being said, thank you guys once again for joining us on the Jersey Boys Podcast on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. It's been real for Dave Sturchio, Brett Ernst, Keith Ernst. Next week. We might have ourselves a franchise tag quarterback. We'll find out. We'll see you then.